0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Faith in Entheogens, the community inspired podcast where we dive into deep conversations with our guests about entheogenic plant and animal medicines with a focus around spiritual and integration practices for personal growth and spirituality. In today's episode, we're excited for y'all to get to know us as we just briefly go over our bios, introduce ourselves to our brand new community here at Faith and Entheogens, discuss the future of what we see in this podcast, what we hope the impacts are going to be, and then touch on a few future guests and episodes that we have in mind. Well, here we are. We finally did it. We made a podcast. So welcome to Faith and Entheogens once again. I'm joined here with Raquel. Raquel
1: hi everyone i'm super excited to be here and recording this episode for all of you it is kind of like a dream come true after planning it for too long
0: yeah we've been talking about it for months now and i, I can remember the first conversation we had in kona hawaii about it after uh, one of our participants uh, brought up that you know she um expected that at some point we would start a podcast and we both kind of looked at each other and and our minds blew because in, at that point we didn't think that we had much to say right
1: that's right uh and we you know those things when you plan but you think it will happen after a long time of waiting and it suddenly happened so here we are
0: yep so we're gonna give it a go and see uh hopefully we resonate with uh with the audience um. So thank you all for, for being here. And uh, my name is Sergio Signs. I am a uh, PTSD veteran. I also you know, have a lot of experience in plant medicine. My journey started two years ago, um, which I know is not a, a long length of time, but nonetheless, I've been committed to the path for, for those two years. I overcome a lot of my symptoms of PTSD and made it a lot more manageable for me. And um, it it basically led into me Getting more involved with uh, with circles around the uh, the country, traveling and uh, offering my services as a volunteer. Um, eventually, getting certified as an integration coach for psychedelics, and um, and then finding myself uh, crossing paths with uh, with lovely Raquel here, who had established her own community here in Houston, Texas, and, and started working alongside her and helping her with her vision. And uh, here we are today. So um, Raquel, what brought you into uh, into plant medicine?
1: Well, first of all, I would like to say the introduce myself. My, my name is Raquel. I'm the founder of Agape for the Soul, Man and Body Church here in Houston, Texas. And very similar to Search story, um, I'm a PTSD survivor. I am also I'm also a Campbell practitioner and also Due to those PTSD problems and traumas that I was carrying since I was a little child, I was looking for something. So in that something became a healing. And you know what I was looking for, but it was healing. And my healing at the moment was uh, plant medicine. So I came across this place in Orlando that I'm gonna be forever grateful. And that's when I did my first um, medicine retreat. So Two years later, here I am with uh, Sergio, who I happened to find out that he came to the same place.
0: Yeah, I went to, I went to Orlando. That was the first uh, experience for me, too. And I had tremendous healing. Uh, just like Raquel, we're, we're very grateful to uh, to the church that we participated in. Um, it really set a foundation for us to, uh, to grow along this path. Um, and since then, it's been almost like... Um, like a train just moving forward uh, on this path, and um, we very much uh, just found ourselves very comfortable and and uh, receiving a lot more roles, a lot more responsibilities, and our community has been you know very supportive in what it is we have envisioned for for them in a safe and and uh, reputable healing space.
1: That's right. Uh, I also started my journey volunteering in different communities. I was uh, trying to find a place where I can feel the um, that I was surrounded by the same kind of people, that kind of energy. And uh, I was volunteering in different places here in Texas, too, and learning all my way. I never planned to be at the point that we are right now, like I am right now. But, you know, what they say, you don't find things, those things find you. Then I came across a shaman or a titan, which is my mentor and my master and a lot of things that I've been learning in this path. And he was the first person to ask me to organize for him. So what started as, as being a volunteer became a passion for me because I found out I'm, like how much healing I received from these ceremonies. So now here I am, here we are organizing for a large community, giving back from, much that we receive
0: right and it's because of this community that we actually met like I remember um I was volunteering for a veteran support organization called Warrior Quest USA and um in that volunteer effort I was traveling back and forth uh, to Florida and it started to get very taxing for me at the time I was uh working at an insurance agency and uh, that was my livelihood. I I'd worked there for over a decade. So um, I had the means to do that, but it started to get very expensive. And I was looking for for a closer alternative to having to travel to Florida um, to fulfill this need to, to serve the the mission of the medicine. In that effort, I mentioned to the organizer, Justin, or the uh, one of the founders of Warrior Quest, Justin, that I was very much looking for an alternative that was local to to Texas. And he gave me Raquel's information. Um, When I got back from that retreat, the first thing I did was reach out to Raquel and Raquel and I linked up here in Houston the following weekend. And I, you know, started started my path, working alongside her learning from her learning from Taita. And, um, and then we ended up in Kona, Hawaii together.
1: That's right. Um, and going back to the day that we made, it's going to be exactly a year. It was a year, the, October the 20th, the twenty-four, the 23rd, 24th. And I uh, just remember that day very clear. And the only thing that I can say about that day is that having Sergio with us as a volunteer was a huge blessing and it still is. But it was the beginning of something big because it was a cornerstone for what we are right now. We were new on the ceremonial. Uh, organization and we don't have any structure. We didn't have any, like we didn't have much. Only the desire to help and serve and and do um, ceremonies. So when Sergio came mm-hmm. aboard, we start something more solid, more um, more structure, more uh, effective. In other words. So it's been a huge blessing. Uh, I'm gonna be forever grateful to Justin, who was the person that put him in contact with in contact with our community. So it's it's a magical way how things happened in life, right? So he came as a volunteer. Then he became a good friend. Then he can make uh, became my companion on this path, and now he's the companion for the rest of my life. So I feel. So happy to be here and um, share all these stories with you, and, and hopefully it can resonate in some way with some of the audience too.
0: Yeah, and I can remember coming to Houston. You know, for me at the time, it was it was a six-hour drive, and I committed to it last minute after uh, trying to coordinate with Raquel who was not easy to, to convince that I was qualified for the position to start (laughs) off. But, uh, but nonetheless, she finally, uh, she finally caved. And when I showed up, I fell in love with the community almost immediately. And, um, you know, the, the energy there was, was profound. Um, her passion for what she did was, was a huge selling point for me. And she was willing to give me the opportunity. You know, I had reached out to a lot of different circles, and in those efforts, uh, wasn't well received because there's a lot of people that are that are motivated to get into this space. Um, and I was just happy to have an opportunity. So, in that happiness, I just you know showed up fully and authentically, and and uh, in that moment, you know, made an impression, a lasting impression that that led to an invitation to to. Kona, Hawaii, where, where I was able to, to share my integration skills and uh, and hold space for, for participants um, in that ceremony. And uh, and really just to leave a long lasting impression with Raquel to the point where where we came back uh, a little more serious about things.
1: Yes, that's right. <laughs> and I would like to clarify something. It's not that at the beginning I didn't believe in his capacity to do the <laughs> volunteering service. It's that we were new um, in organizing a community, a ceremony. So I was kind of careful or jealous with my community, protected, comu- protected yeah. with my community. So I didn't want just anyone to come in and be involved until I was sure it was the right person and it was um, someone that we can trust. But it, take, it took only a couple of hours for that to happen because people that know Sergio knows that it's, he is trustworthy and it's someone that you don't need to know for too long so you can trust and love so yeah
0: yeah and i probably came off way too eager too. i basically <laughs> sent you my resume in a text <laughs> in a message text. yeah so it was it was very much uh probably my try hard attitude that uh that put a big question mark over the situation but... and
1: i would like to add another thing that whenever he texts me i didn't know that he was six hours away i thought he was some local from houston texas And the second time that he texted me and when he said, Well, let me know because I had to drive six hours, that's when like I give it a second thought and I said, Well, he's willing to drive six hours just to come and volunteer. That's something serious. So that's when my mind shifted a little bit and and I kind of accept his offer to come and volunteer. And I will repeat it again, it's been a blessing since then.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. So yeah, that's, um, that's how I found myself in Agape, and since then, our community has just flourished in, in such a beautiful way. Um, we're watching it grow. We're, we're improving it as we, as we gain experience. Um, we can't make everybody happy, but it seems like the people that, that have stuck with us are, are with us forever. And, uh, and that's just a beautiful feeling to have that acceptance in, in the community and to be able to witness just the tremendous spiritual, um, emotional, and physical healing that, that comes as a result of sitting in these circles. So we're thrilled uh, to bring this, uh, this outlet of information to our community in Agape and Solnos. And uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to allowing this information to to reach more people um because in our line of work we're very privileged in the sense that we get to spend time with professionals we get to spend time with the with the dietas the shamans Absolutely. the uh, the facilitators um integration coaches we we and in one point we're traveling um in support of, of medicine throughout the United States and holding space in different circles. So that insight gave us uh, a tremendous foundation to work off of in our own community. So we're looking forward to the future and um, the future looks very bright. We have some announcements that we'll be making in the coming months that are that are tremendous opportunities for our community. Um, so make sure to tune in for those. Of course, that's my hook for, for the podcast, but, uh, nonetheless, I promise you that they're going to be uh, beautiful and, you know, reveals uh, along the way. And, and like I said, we're just very blessed in the opportunities that we've been presented thus far.
1: Yes, that's uh, something that we can be so grateful um, about this path and just to... Uh, make a point, it's that when we travel, when we are granted this opportunity, like he said, not only we have the opportunity to get to know all these people, to travel, but also in the way we are the first ones to to learn and, and still continue with our healing process. Because when we come in a circle, we are part of the healing too. And we are healing ourselves. I think healing is uh, something that doesn't end at a certain point, it's something that we continue every day because every day something new comes up. But uh, being in this this way or in this path, allowing us the opportunity to do it uh, and enjoy it because we really enjoy what we do. Talking for myself, uh, this became a mission, but also a passion, something that I really love to do, something that I enjoy. I remember when I started uh, Agape, this community was only my best friend, Anna, and I, and I shared with her my dream my mission, the what I wanted to do. And as a faithful friend, she followed me and she supported me. And we started ourselves, only the two of us. And eventually those two became 10, then 18, then 20, 25. And if we count now for the past two years, I think around 1200 people have passed for our ceremonies. And we are more than grateful for that opportunity and for, for um, the way everything is happening. Agape, it's more than a medicine community. It's also a family community. Agape tell the word agape. A lot of people ask what the agape means. And agape means the highest form of love from God to humanity. And that's what we want to transmit to every single person that comes and sit in a circle with us. That we can allow them to feel a little bit of love. Because at the end, a lot of people lack that sense of being loved and we wanted to kind of offer an opportunity to people to feel that they can be loved too so yes it's been a tremendous journey um, full of joy absolutely we have our challenges like everything else in life but i think challenges only makes us stronger
0: right and we just continue to learn from those challenges i think is what what makes it flow so well um it it's not for any lack of challenge i promise you that it's <laughs> been it's been a bumpy road along the way and um we just continue to to keep in mind uh the best interests of of the people that have put our their trust in us so um i i think it's impossible to go wrong when you're when you're thinking in those terms, you know, of just delivering uh, a safe and beautiful experience to, to those who are expecting that of you. And one thing I like to tell my volunteers, you know, for a long time, I was I was leading the volunteers of Agape. It's still one of my roles. And um, I always tell them in our opening meeting that that you should definitely treat the participants how you would like to be treated in the same situation. And the majority, and really all of my volunteers have have sat in our ceremonies. That's a qualification, um, you know, not necessarily an initiation, but a qualification of uh, being considered to be a volunteer, among other things. But nonetheless, that is is one of the uh, one of the main qualifications. So in those instances, I have them reflect on what their experience was and pick what it was that they enjoyed out of their volunteer uh, or experience with the volunteers and replicate those and anything they think that they can approve upon go ahead you know and we do have rules and guidelines that we provide the the volunteers to make sure that they don't go above and beyond right because it's very easy to overstep your bounds and in, and interfere with somebody's experience but we do remind them that they were in that place laying on that mat at one point healing and uh, and having their own spiritual experience so that translates very well in our community. And we hope that, uh, that that'll provide some insight for anyone who, who needed to hear that today.
1: Yeah, and, and that's another thing that we would like to, that we also like to share with our community as volunteers or members of any other person that comes and um, in, in, are part of what we are. It's to teach or to learn together, in other words, um, humbleness, humility, love, uh, patience and kindness because uh, it's one thing when you come and you sit and you have been served and it's a total different thing when you serve others and I think for me in, in uh, my personal experience is one of the biggest lessons that I have learned from be able to serve others because it, on being humble we learn to be kind and we learn to be or to share love, because um, being kind and humble is another way of saying I love you too. So um, we want everyone to feel that they are welcome, and I think our volunteers do a wonderful job um, doing that, because that's what we want, and trust me, I want every person that is part of that community to be an extension of what Agape really is.
0: And I really do think that translates. That seems to be the resounding gong in, in people's experience when they come to Agape is, is just the overwhelming sensation of acceptance and, uh, and equality and, uh, inclusion, you know, and a lot of the spaces that, uh, that people visit often are closed off or, or expect you to act a certain way or dress a certain way or fit a certain description. With us, we literally just show up with open arms and we treat everybody how they should be treated, like humans, because we, we have not lost sight of the fact that we're all human beings on the same path. We all have the same result at the end and, uh, and the same start at the beginning. You know, So that, that, is, uh, that is a huge equalizer that, we've, that we have not lost sight of in, in our experience in, in developing this community.
1: We don't really care um, what nationality you're in. We don't like, we don't care uh, what is your job. We don't care what is your income. We don't care what is your religion. We don't care any background. All we care at the moment is who you are as a person, as a human being. If you are coming willing with an open heart and then we can be all equal. That's our main purpose. And I think that's our goal every single ceremony to make, everyone to feel equal, included, and loved. Nothing else matters at the end. Because at the end, uh, when we come for healing, you can be the richest person in the whole world and still struggle the same as the poorest one. You can be the prettiest and still suffering the same as the ugliest, but there's no ugly person, it's just the same. Uh, But what I wanted to say is that at the end, our hearts are the same, they beat at the same rhythm, they pump the same blood and it has nothing to do with the exterior okay. so in, in agape everyone is the same because everyone receives the same treatment the same love and the same healing
0: and we all sit across one another in circle too that's what i think is the is the great equalizer and the lesson i've learned in uh, in holding ceremonies and participating in ceremonies is that regardless of who you are, you're sitting across from somebody. And I, that's what I think the beauty of, of sitting in circle in, in ceremony is, is that um, there's a face looking right back at you, you know, and, and everyone's having an experience together, which uh, which is why we all walk this path together.
1: Yeah, there, and as a matter of fact, there is a saying on the Lakota uh, tribe, it says that in a circle, there is no first, there is no last it's only one after the other one and that's what we're trying to transmit
0: so it's been a long journey and throughout this uh series of podcasts we'll we'll go in depth into uh how we establish the entheogenic churches um our own stories and uh there's just really a lot of content there's that we're planning on sharing with you guys as we go through this journey together um, some of the goals we have for this podcast are are definitely to provide the audience who decides to listen with the experiences and insight that we're receiving along this path. And it's been tremendous. It's been a lot of information. It's been a lot of learning, a lot of a, a lot of bumps in the road, but nonetheless, things we've overcome that we feel are going to be very beneficial for others to hear and help circles around the world, um, provide a better service to the people that, um, that are attending those circles and really just develop a trust and a unity in, in the circles that, uh, are all sharing the same mission as us, which is to bring, uh, people, you know, a, a spiritual experience and a healing experience at that, um, in a way that's authentic and, and true to the nature of the medicines that we're working with. So Raquel, what is it that you would like to see out of this podcast experience?
1: I think in my personal opinion, uh, it's, for me, it's very important to educate our community and um, bring them information that we know they're going to be using, or it's going to be useful in some way or in some moment. So having a specific information that's going to be so important not only for them, but for us, because at the same time that we bring in guests, we also learn it from those guests. And um, we would like to see how people growth outside the circles of medicine too because being able to listen to to this information to these guests to these podcasts it's another way of growing and um, I remember when I started this part of medicine I was so hungry of information of knowledge and I didn't know where to go who to ask so having this outlet it's a good way to Enrich our community too, and also not only our communities on the people that are curious about what we do. Some people they are curious, what is this about? What is the medicine about? What is uh, the this path? So it will be a good way for them to learn and to listen and uh, have a little bit of knowledge before coming to a circle to a ceremony.
0: What I think that people lose sight of and don't realize in, in these roles that we're carrying is how much contact we have with the members outside of these ceremonial spaces. Um, we're we're on a daily basis responding to texts and phone calls and messages um, where people are seeking out support. And we feel like this platform is gonna be a good way to get that support out and, uh, and have some of the insights and information. Um, A lot of the practices and modalities that we use will be covering in this podcast series. And um, hopefully people will reference this material and gain something out of it. That is the ultimate goal of this podcast is, is to allow the information that we're privy to, um, to, to be accessible by anyone who who needs it. This is a free podcast, you know, and, um, and we are very much I'm doing this as an effort to, to provide this, this, uh, we really want people to, uh, to have access to information that is trustworthy, that is vetted, that is very much centered around experience and, uh, and authenticity. And right now it's very hard to come across. So we believe not necessarily that we are the the holders of that information, but we are definitely the seekers of that information. And as we're growing along this path, we're looking for exactly what we believe other people are looking for.
1: In addition, we would like for people to have information that is um, something that can relate to, mm-hmm. Yeah, because we can find a lot of information every, everywhere, but... Having tangible, uh, relatable information is also crucial. And for the same reason that we wanted to feel everyone that they have access, we're doing this podcast bilingual. So we're going to have some episodes where they're going to be Spanish for all of those people that speak only Spanish. Because we have a community. Our community is built on almost uh, 50-50 People that speak only Spanish and people that speak English too. So we would like to include everyone. We were talking about inclusion early, and that's another way for us to include the whole community in this project that we're doing right now.
0: Exactly, and it gives me an opportunity to practice my Spanish too because since I moved to Houston, you know, I've had to exercise my my language a little more than than when I was living in the valley so it, it's very much been an opportunity to brush up on my Spanish i still not perfect
1: and you're doing uh, a great job yeah. I think this is an opportunity for both of us uh English is my second language and being together kind of gives me the opportunity to perfection it a little little by little so I think it's an opportunity that works in both ways
0: yeah I guess we'll I guess we'll see right <laughs> <laughs> yep but, yeah, so we have a, a tremendous list of guests coming up in, in future episodes to come, um, which uh, of which we can divulge a few. Um, our, ne- our first guest, uh, special guest, is going to be musician and medicine man Miskitaki. Um, he's also going to be performing at our next ceremony here in Houston, which also happens to be our spiritual wedding celebration. So we're very excited to have him. He's going to be talking about his music, um, upcoming music, his uh, current albums. Um, He will also be touching on a beautiful book, which I've had the privilege of of reading here recently, which is The Four Altars by Alonso Del Rio. And it's uh, it's an ideological book. So we're gonna let Miskitaki dive deep into The Four Altars uh, written by Alonso Del Rio uh, who is a Peruvian medicine, man, uh, visionary and, uh, and musician as well. Um, we'll also be hosting Justin Smith, uh, one of the founders from Warrior Quest USA in coming, uh, podcast episodes. So we're thrilled about that. Warrior Quest USA is a nonprofit organization that provides, uh, veterans with, uh, a means to attend plant medicine ceremonies to overcome post-traumatic stress disorder. And um, it, as I said before, I'm a survivor of PTSD um, from wartime environments. So they um, hold uh, a special place in my heart. I've actually, in, in the last two years, been an active fundraiser for Warrior Quest USA and a supporter as well. So we're, we're happy to have Justin. Um, we'll also be bringing on some, uh, some community members so that they can share their testimonials as uh, as to where they were, where, where they are now, and where they will be in the future just based on, on their personal and spiritual growth um, along this path.
1: We believe it's very important that we have those type of testimonials because that's how the people relate to. So we want people that see that it's cases that happens every day. It's not only like extreme cases or it's not only about... Famous people, it's not only about veterans, it's, it can be anyone. So the main purpose of bringing these testimonials is so people can know that they are not alone and they can relate to other people that have the same issues, but they overcame these issues by coming to the medicine.
0: Right, and I, I just think there's a tremendous need uh, for authentic testimonials of people that are, that are not, necessarily creating their testimonial content for likes and views you know i I think we're starving for for actual um relatable experiences yeah real life experiences uh with dealing with the medicine overcoming traumas actually engaging in integrated practices rather than um you know the canned youtube video of uh, an ayahuasca experience resulting in meeting entities Um, not everybody is promised that, you know, a lot of us go through traumatic, uh, you know, fearful and, uh, and chaotic experiences. Some of us have very beautiful emotional releases. Um, there's a lot lacking there that we feel is, is more important than, um, than watching, you know, somebody explain to their audience that, um, that they went to a different dimension, you know, that doesn't necessarily happen in everyone's account for, for their experience with the medicine.
1: Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that nowadays medicine or the practices of medicine has become a fashion or a something uh, like a trend. So people kind of want followers. People want audience. And they made these stories to be super extraordinary so they can attract more people to do it. But in reality, spirituality is it's all about being more humans. We don't have to be aliens. We don't have to... Um, go uh, like in different universes. If that happens, wow, that's wonderful. But if it doesn't, you just want people to know that it's normal. And and they can hear testimonies about people just laying on the floor, having in, internal healing and feeling love. As the same having testimonies where people feeling that they're dying because they're dying the old personality, the old them, and reborn as a new person. So those type of testimonies can have like all the spectrums of realities. And that's what we want to offer. For our community and for the audience.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we just feel that that's a that's a better that's a better delivery of the message is uh, is authenticity. And that's not to say that these people didn't have those experiences, right? But but that's uh, when I lead an integration circle, I don't tell everybody about my account of a Messiah experience. You know, where I literally believed I was God. Because it's not for everybody's ears, you know, like that you're, you're painting a picture that cannot be replicated in most cases. So what we like to find is common ground, especially in integrative circles where, where there's relatability, where people can, can say, Hey, that is something that I experienced. You know, I did have a somatic experience. I did have an emotional release. You know, but when you say I, I saw a person with a purple face with thirteen noses and <laughs> and uh, ears for eyes, then you can't expect somebody to have that exact account. Uh, right. You know,
1: and and I think also you are putting expectations too high. So when uh, someone comes to ceremony, they don't achieve those type of expectations. They think that they're failing, or the medicine is failing them. So we don't want that to happen.
0: That's exactly right. So yeah, we have a we have a lot coming um, as as a result of this podcast, and like I said, because of the relationships um, and and opportunities we've been presented along our spiritual path, um, we're able to bring these to you. So we're looking forward to uh, to sharing these stories and um, and bringing these guests on uh, on an interview basis and really a conversational basis, um, so that y'all can get to know them better and uh, and really just build our tribe in a way that's going to be. Um, more quality than quantity.
1: Absolutely. Also have people that have different kind of experiences so they can add something else to that community. And in other words, we're going to be open. If you have any suggestions, if you wanted to be in our podcast, if you think that you can bring something of use or of value to our community, feel free to uh, get in touch with us. And we're always open to have, and to host different guests in our podcast and, and enrich these conversations that we're going to have
0: so once again we're thrilled to uh to bring these guests to you and uh and we look forward to the opportunities that that will bring others and uh and the in- insight and information that will bring others. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in joining us, have topics you'd like us to cover or hosts you'd like us to feature, please let us know by leaving a voice message or contacting us via social media or email. We look forward to growing and sharing with you and in the spirit of Source, offer you love and light. Together we are the medicine, in love we are the cure.